Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of What's with these evils dissing my girl? Why do they got a front? <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> Gentlemen. 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 I'm glad you're all here again. today. What? Three amigos back at it. You know, it's uh, by the, you know, when we finish doing an episode, I feel tired. Mm. But mm. the next day, I feel uh, I feel like I need some rest. But by mm. the second day after we've recorded, I miss you guys and I miss being on mic. By the third, fourth, fifth days, I get super depressed. And then on this, when we start recording again, I'm basically about to end it all. And then when we record, I feel happy again. Oh, wow. I had no idea you went through that kind of tumult in a week. Absolutely. And that's what the listeners love. <laughs> That's so nice. Wait, who are you? My name's Jason. <laughs> Hi, Jason. Now I'm here too. Oh, our fourth new host, Jason. Hi. <laughs> Darn it. Get out of here, Jason. We're the three amigos, you idiot. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are the three. Uh, Amigos. Remember that? Like, you know, there was a guy, speaking of your life, and you're saying that you have battle a lot of depression. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess I avoided that. I'm uh, dealing with that head on, Mike. I apologize. No, it's okay. Well, Mike, I was going to tell you, sees the, um, on our Discord, there's a guy called Seize the Means Pat. Yes. And he, he wrote in there, God, I wish I could trade places with Mike. Why on earth would anyone? And I said- on earth say that i can't remember I, I i said some like i said you were doing some show or something like that in there i don't remember the context i could look it up but he huh. was genuinely like man i'd love i'd love to switch places with mike and i go hey this guy lives in brooklyn he works at a i believe a tech company of some kind he's married i said if you take my if you got get a genie and ask mike he might take you up on that to switch lives can i imagine myself as a brooklyn papa um i guess i could but not everyone can live my uniquely Canadian style of life. So it'd be interesting to see if we switched how it would go. Huh. Let me get yeah. my cursed monkey's paw. <laughs> <laughs> but does anyone really want to move to Canada now that the, the whole country is in chaos and dealing with heartbreak? Oh, my right. God. Brilliant segue. Mike, I'm glad you went there because, yeah, um, yeah I, I was looking at X today. And yes, uh, breaking news, our leader, some would say dictator, Justin Trudeau and his wife, Sophie Gregoire, <laughs> are separated. And I wanted Is to Sophie check in with you guys. Is Sophie Gregoire a fascist dictator? No, I think she's just like a singer. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, well, sad. thanks for yeah. checking in, James. Like, yeah, like gosh. I wanted to check in. How are you guys holding up? Like, how are you doing? It's genuinely like I don't know if you can tell, but I feel weird, man. Yeah, yeah. Like it. Yeah, the like sanctity when, of marriage is pretty important to me, and it's special, and it's important to every single Canadian, you know. And mm -hmm. now we're in this kind of disarray, and it's like, you know, who's leading the country? Like, what kind of person is he? You know. Do we want a guy with a broken heart, you know, meeting with the, you know, other G7 leaders, G8 leaders or whatever, <laughs> G20 leaders, and maybe he makes a wrong decision, signs a document he didn't really read because he's too sad, and then next thing you know, Canada has been sold to to Russia or, yeah. you know, Brazil or something. China. I really hope we don't get sold to Brazil. What if he's really sad one night in uh, on Parliament there, and then he actually says, screw it, I'm just going to do it. And he presses that big red button. You know what I mean? The big red button <laughs> that asks 
America if they can launch the uh, nuclear <laughs> warheads. Our big red button sends an email to the American president asking if he can press the big red button. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to press the big red button to see if I can get permission from America. I well, I know that I, I'm personally sad because whenever uh, two French Canadians fall out of love, I... I just lose it. It's like it's the worst, <laughs> the worst thing imaginable. You know. Yeah. Well, every t- every time a friend, two French Canadians fall out of love in Canada, a silks acrobat from Cirque du Soleil falls and breaks their leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough because, like, if Justin and Sophie can't make it. Could any of us? But on the other hand, that's true. People don't realize the temptation of people who live in Ottawa. Like every oh my God. day, Justin's in the House of Commons with like Sheila Copps, Kim Campbell. Yes. I don't care how much you love your wife. Adrian Clark. Christia Freeland. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm ever- sorry, you could be Romeo and freaking Juliet. He's going to be eyeing some of these <laughs> other options. And the yeah. thing about Ottawa, too, is like, you know, they have to blow off steam. And I don't know if you've been there on a Friday or Saturday night, but the clubs are pumping until at least 9 30 p.m it's crazy it's, it's crazy, crazy i think i drunkenly got a falafel as late as 10 p.m one time when everything was closing down <laughs> jesus it's so you, insane in there canada's yeah. new york yeah. city you know yeah oh at yeah least. yeah I, just a bunch of uh young punks at 9 p.m puking by the oscar peterson statue <laughs> 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 Did you guys get – I've been talking to a lot of my guy friends and uh, I don't know if you mm. guys got them, but there was like a nationwide text sent yeah. from Ottawa today and it was inviting every guy in Canada to come to something called Justin's Poker Game, No Girls Allowed, <laughs> Just the Fellas. I did get oh, that. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Justin is making actually a countrywide group text thread to kind of help yeah. deal with, with just the guys. But I noticed there's yeah. a subtext in it where he's already kind of like – burnt like he's kind of nagging guys that are still married and still believe in the sanctity of marriage like he's kind of making fun of them so that kind of hurts me because i'm a married dude james you're on your way to being married soon yeah like are you gonna kind of how do you feel now like the prime minister's not you know i mean i know like are you allowed to are you are you allowed to go to the prime minister's poker game (laughs) well it does call into question the wedding if the prime minister of your country isn't married what the hell right do yeah. I have? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, this is the smartest, richest, most successful, most powerful man in the world. I think the prime minister of Canada. So. Yeah. I'm nervous he's going to pass legislation that's just for like single men in their 50s that will totally <laughs> reshape the Canadian political landscape. <laughs> This is not really connected to anything, but I heard that he's going to put wheels on a canoe and ride it down the streets. (laughs) (laughs) And he's going to force all the women in Ottawa to be on the street to watch him do it. (laughs) Yeah, he's not going to wear a shirt. His muscles are going to... He's going to have this uh, long uh, paddle that has like a sort of like a rubber bumper on the bottom that sort of like acts as a stick to propel it down the the sidewalks and the concrete yeah mm. and, and of the streets yeah so i don't know what that's about maybe to show off or something you know his canadian canoeing skills it's pretty i know he went to camp Amek in algonquin park yeah uh, when i when i was there actually no way I, I, yeah. I heard I a story the of the mulrooney as, as mr trudeau I, I went to the same camp as the Trudeau boys and the Mulrooney boys. Not, oh, it's not yeah, a super rich see. camp. It's just like a out Algonquin Park, you know, all outdoorsy camp. Hmm. Well, in the same vein, and I hope this isn't true, but I heard a rumor that because uh, he wants to like put it, put the message out there that he's back on the market. You know what I mean? Mm. This is sort of crude. So if you've got kids around the radio right now, maybe cover their ears. But I heard yeah. he's going to pass a law where it will be legal. For him to airdrop a dick pic to every woman in Canada. <laughs> well, for him to be know, legal, he, it, to be legal for him. Yeah, he's he's actually screwing with the law to make it legal for him to drop a dick pic on airdrop. Oh my to every god! Woman then in you Canada. know what he's screwing with too? Our freaking marriages, man. He's, yeah. he's coming for our own wives. I yeah. heard he made a speech today where he said, you know, because he is trying to get himself out there, and he said, you know. <laughs> 
people of Canada, I just want to let everyone know that, yes, I do eat ass. And he's putting that in his speech because he's trying to get laid. And he said it in French right after he said it in English, too. (laughs) He said this, it's 2017, or it's not even, it's 2023, time to eat ass. Yeah. And he he seems to be bringing it up a lot. And, like, I guess he's just trying to get dates or – he's probably on – do you think he's on Raya yet? (sighs) That's the one for rich, successful people? mm Mm-hmm. Yes, he is for sure. He's probably there. But, guys, I have a theory. Uh, You know how I have this massive crush on Melanie Jolie? Oh, the foreign affairs minister. uh, Our foreign affairs minister. Melanie – oh, Jolie. She's French Canadian. Oh, she's absolutely gorgeous, and she's doing yeah. great services for Canada, all traveling all over the world constantly. Mm. Beside Justin Trudeau, mm. and I personally, every time I see CBC News, and then there's pictures of them together in some other foreign capacity, uh, meeting uh, leaders from uh, other countries and doing very important work o- overseas and stuff. I get jealous because I look at the proximity of the two of them and the body language mm-hmm. in my own jealous brain is quite, it's quite, it's well, happening. I, I'm not I kidding. I could see something being there. I'm not kidding. I just Googled her and there's a political article saying she's Trudeau's protege who might have his job someday and there's all these pictures of them together. I'm not even kidding. I'm oh my God. kind of mostly not kidding either. Oh I, my before God. Before I heard about this separation, I literally... Uh, said to my wife, I bet you they're doing it. Look at them. Because in the <laughs> pictures, they're doing it. They're so happy together. You could tell that they have late night post-mission dinners with glasses of wine being like, well, that was another successful day, eh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, I don't know. Successful day of diplomacy. Thanks so much again, Melanie. You know, And she's like yeah. rubbing his... Have their feet actually t- accidentally touch under the table? Trust me. You know who I could see Trudeau going after? Who? Lizzo. Lizzo but, just got in trouble, though. Yeah. Why would he go after her after she's behaved uh, well, possibly so rudely? Well, because I so think rudely. he would want to be like, hey, I, big people are beautiful, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> I just think he would. But even in the wake of the allegations that she herself oh. fat shamed and sexually assaulted one of her uh, oh. some of her her crew members, I didn't it's know totally that. true. Yeah, I that just came that. out today. Oh, it just okay. came out today. I, mu- I but you're right. He's X. our most he's our most progressive ever prime minister. He's young. He's from our generation, basically. Uh, he's yeah. He's the most pro- he's good looking. He's good looking. He's the most progressive. Um. <laughs> He loved showing off his new cabinet once he shuffled it, once he got in, because it was mm-hmm. so diverse, which was which was genuinely very exciting. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I could see him more as like a political play mm. announcing, I just want to say uh, I have started dating, uh, what's that? Lizzo. I guess to be reminded by an aide who he's dating to be cool, you know? Maybe... Maybe? Mr. Polyev, you just have a problem that I am dating Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Sophie, uh, Sophie Trudeau left him because Justin Trudeau, like a couple of weeks ago, tweeted at Taylor Swift to not forget to bring her concert tour to Canada. Holy maybe- crap. Oh. There's another leak. You're totally right. Another crack yeah. in the boat's hull. <laughs> When Justin actually does start using Raya and dating, like, is he going to do the classic three date rule before he gets freaky, do you think? Or does he throw that out the window? I wonder, And does he use like um, tactics learned from that book, The Game? Do you think he nags on I dates? I guarantee he's already partied till 5 a.m. and gone home with the worst one. <laughs> That's just how it goes when you're emotionally running away from... All this heaviness that just came crushing down on you, right? Yeah. <laughs> God, maybe they, maybe the lockdown screwed up there. You know, a lot of people broke up in lockdown. Yeah. I know it's yeah. been a year or so, but... Which he well, enforced upon himself. Yeah, so his bizarre. wife would be even more pissed. Well, you know what? It's not without precedent because 
Pierre Trudeau was prime minister as a single guy for a bit, and he famously dated some celebs like Margot Kidder. He dated, I think, wasn't he right. seen with Bianca Jagger? Uh, right. And maybe Streisand? So maybe Justin's in for some celeb kisses and hugs. People think that Pierre dated Barbara Streisand for real? I think that is and established. Margot Kidder. She was but Margot hot Kidder as recently of, of several Frank D'Angelo movies. Oh, the late Margot did some D'Angelo movies. So the alle- so this the allegation. So it's been suggested that Pierre dated movie stars, and that and the whirlwind um, romance of Pierre Trudeau and Barbara Streisand. Okay, wow. can I tell you? I wish yeah. she had gotten married. Yeah. Imagine and she was our. You're first looking at the lady. same thing as me, Mike. You're looking at the same thing as me. <laughs> and tell everyone yeah. what that website is called. Oh, everythingzoomer.com. <laughs> Where can I get all my Zoomer news? Because I don't want to even know about what's going on today. Siri, did Pierre Trudeau fuck Barbara Streisand? Yes, he did. Here's All in the Family is still the funniest show, right? (laughs) Mike. But do you think Streisand's still alive, but is she still married? Because if not, maybe Pierre. Oh, boy. Like father, like son alert. Maybe Justin will date her as well. (laughs) Mike. Yeah, maybe Pierre Polyevre will. Is the idea that Justin's mom maybe had a thing with Castro just absolutely silly, impossible, or is there anything to that? I, I ask so. you as an expert. You think I it's mean, silly? I've I've tested the sperm, I've tested the DNA, and from my conclusions in the in the lab, uh, it seems to be uh, you know baseless. I think there's just like a picture where. Justin has a facial hair that he vaguely looks like uh, Fidel Castro. I don't know. Did. Margaret Trudeau have sex with Fidel Castro? If you know, listeners, let us know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Margot Kidder did in between Superman and Superman 2. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, apparently you know, Castro was a huge fan of Superman. And he this said, is going to be cool. Uh, I must meet Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pierre, you can't have sex with Lois Lane. Just watch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I'm not going to watch you make love to your girlfriend. I said, just watch me. <laughs> just watch me. <laughs> yeah, here they are, Margot Kidder and uh, Pierre. Oh, wow, gosh, she was she very was looking. really attractive. Eh, look at that. You know who's really and women beautiful? love Pierre. They love Melanie Jolie. If it comes out, I'm looking at her Instagram right now. Yes, I follow her. She doesn't follow me back though. <laughs> What the hell? Doesn't she know I'm a big comedian in a small area of Toronto? <laughs> but I bet Kim you- Cattrall as well, Pierre Trudeau. I knew that. No Kim Cattrall way. Dated like Kim Cattrall That's the should era be dating of Police Academy Justin. One. But don't you think like Kim Cattrall's probably the same age as Justin? She dated his fucking dad. No, yeah, some she some was, ladies like an older guy. She well, was true. in. She was. And in, I'm marrying one of them. Police Academy, <laughs> the first one. So that was around that time. Holy crap. Do you think Pierre Trudeau had a personal screening at 24 Sussex of the first Police Academy? It was like, I'm charmed by this woman. I must meet her. <laughs> Wasn't she in Porky's as well? I think she was in Porky's. Maybe Pierre Trudeau had a private screening of Porky's at his Why don't uh, you show home. me what this Porky is all about? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kim Cattrall was in oh, Porky's? Wait a second. No. So if Pierre dates Kim Cattrall, Justin's mm-hmm. got to date one of the other Sex in the City ladies. Carrie Bradshaw, <laughs> Who the black-haired girl, the short-haired woman. <laughs> you know? The short-haired woman. Chris, was Kim Cattrall in Porky's? I feel like you would know. She was. Oh. But she was also in Police Academy, eh? Which was shot in Toronto. That's right. right. Yeah. Well, I wonder... Well, the thing is, is like apparently it was a thing where it's like Kim Cattrall, Margot Kidder, Streisand. It was like back then it was like there was some sort of like lucky sort of like rubbing Buddha's belly thing with uh, dating Pierre Trudeau. Your career just took off afterwards. (laughs) Well, you know, yeah, he was kind of like a gatekeeper. If Justin really does follow in these footsteps and starts dating celebrities, that's going to be yeah. amazing. That is going to be really yeah. fun. It's going to make Canada cooler. 
Ariana Grande, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Lady Gaga, uh, maybe uh, May Musk. Maybe he'll start dating <laughs> May Musk. That oh would be my sick. god! Maybe She's he'll date. Uh, who else? Yeah, Grimes. Grimes, maybe. Yeah, I would love to see Dude, the kind of legislation she'd ask him to put through would really. Uh, oh God! Be a little wacky. To say the yeah, least, communism for robots, or I don't really, <laughs> I never get where she's coming from. <laughs> yeah, it's she's on new another era level for us, you know. It is. Yeah, um, I think if the prime minister they becomes call hot boy, hot prime minister summer, or whatever August. you would say, <laughs> hot, hot prime, hot PM August. <laughs> Do you think that he's going to start showing up in the House of Commons, like wearing sunglasses and kind of like drinking a coffee and like, being like, can you not be so loud? I was out clubbing yeah. last night. People of Canada, could you please not be so loud? Like in a speech. <laughs> and he goes to take his notes out of his his suit pocket, and like a roll of condoms falls out. And he's like, oh no, you know, people of or Canada. He does, I know. That, he does that online thing where he tries to show. His ex, how much fun he's still having <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Like he shows up doing a press conference with like a his collar open and a hickey and being like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> or like on, in a bar with Chris Hadfield, Commander Hadfield, <laughs> and they're smoking and Chris Hadfield has an acoustic guitar. <laughs> People of Canada, I know we're here to talk about trade, but I just have to let you know that I did get laid last night. Woo! I would love to see um, Jagmeet Singh get separated from his wife, and then he is very good looking. If you ask yes, me. he is, and Singh and Trudeau become the disgusting brothers. Yes, of Canada. They would kill Ottawa. I mean, I know that's what Canada needs, needs. Actually, yeah, Michael, you're right. Justin needs a wingman, and I bet he'd rather Jagmeet Singh than Pierre Polyevre on the Conservatives because that guy's a loser. That's the He's thing. They already are wingmen in politics yeah. now, right? Didn't that yeah. go through they where they made a deal where they're like, just work for me? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like that's going to be on the on Elgin Street, too. They're going to be carousing up and down. You watch. Trust me. The Disgusting imagine Brothers, the Canada. Raw power of, <laughs> imagine the raw power of, of Justin and Jagmeet in a bar talking to chicks. Oh, my God. Imagine you get a dick pic to your phone and it's Jagmeet's and Justin's dick side by side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Greeting, citizen. Just wanted to show you what you're missing. It's like both their dicks side by side. Just limp hanging down out of dress pants. <laughs> <laughs> it says like, hello there. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, have here are our two bracket de- dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like from now on, Justin Trudeau has to send bilingual sexts messaging. <laughs> like, oh my god! Wow, I love that. <laughs> Salut, hello. <laughs> yeah, what's you up in French? Fuck, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah, yeah. You up, Francais? Tu es debout? <laughs> tu es debout? Tu es debout? Tu es debout? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Is there like um, a... Uh, what's <clears throat> the big mall in uh, in Ottawa? The Rideau Center? Oh, Maybe he's going to set up a little like office like just outside wherever like the Licenza is in Ottawa. So he can just sort of like... yeah. <laughs> Be able to like introduce himself to some, you know, young ladies. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what I would like to see is um, I would like to see Trudeau really get loose and free and sort of adopt this sort of like permanent bachelor lifestyle of like Jared Leto or something where it's just like long, beautiful hair, makeup, fingernails, jewelry, fur coats, have kind of like a desert cult of like we women like worshipers mm-hmm. something like that but where like trudeau i guess there's a kind of in the summer the okanagan valley is a bit deserty in canada but where else could trudeau like lead his sort of like sex cult 
Like now that he's free, I feel like Vancouver Island's got a lot of that. Going he's on. free. Um, he's got so much magnetism. He's already got the fan mm-hmm. base. He's, he's yeah. so attractive. He's already got millions and millions of fans across Canada. Where did yeah. you say Labrador? Van- <laughs> he could go up to Labrador. Man, Labrador just he just takes over Labrador. <laughs> so I'm gonna need this for a bit, folks. <laughs> I miss, yeah. I'm putting the sock on the knob of Labrador. I'm trying to uh, entertain a young lady this weekend, so if you wouldn't mind uh, making yourself scarce. <laughs> the thing is, Canada's so empty, he literally could just be like, take a whole, you know, area the size of Poland and just go on a date. Yeah. I love that. I actually, I, I'm very envious of him now. I mean, I'm happily married. I don't mm-hmm. want that aspect of my life. We're all but he, happily in relationship. Yeah. That's yes, the thing. Yes, but, yes. you know, like... You know, there's always going to be that. Oh, imagine like what? What was? What would freedom be like these days? You you know, it's like it's the same kind of thought as like, what if I went back to being a kid, but I knew everything I knew now? It's like one of those yeah, type yeah. of things, you know. But well, like, you know, no. when I was, I really, mm. yeah, I really like the idea of like, I I bet you there's like old secret sort of like. Pal- palatial fortresses like way hidden up north like you're saying in this massive amount of like mm-hmm. canadian land like think about the early days of the hudson's bay company those yeah. guys set up shop in places that we didn't even like we don't even visit anymore because there's too many mosquitoes you know what i mean but i bet you there's like giant lodges up north that probably just sexy become, as hell that's what i'm those, saying like those the, old those old um fishermen and uh and fur guys i mean they had hot sexy pads that's what i'm saying there's probably like these giant basically empty lodges way up north in like the hudson bay area or something even and Mm -hmm. and 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 that could just like you know the government knows all about this stuff so like trudeau could 100 percent uh commandeer one of these things and just be like this is my sex uh cult palace now and imagine you're having dinner with grows his Justin hair Trudeau. super long grows his beard back Fuck, he dude. should totally yeah. get a ponytail sorry mike sorry what'd you say i'm just running with your idea imagine you're having a date with justin trudeau you're at like the fi- the fanciest restaurant in canada canoe uh, on the top of that skyscraper in toronto then he's like yeah hey, why don't we go somewhere a bit more exciting and then he snaps his fingers and then a helicopter comes takes you to an airport Next thing you know, private jet to alert in the oh, north. Nunavut. In Nunavut. Oh. And then our no- most northernmost settlements. Yes. Right. Then next thing you know, you're an alert with some military guys and you're <laughs> having some champagne. You're watching Ooh. The Bear um, on the, uh, whatever Netflix. You're watching mm-hmm. the sunrise at 3 mm-hmm. p.m. and then watching it set at about 3.45 yeah. p.m. And you're making and he's love like, by 4.15. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, it's just me and you. Isn't that nice? And then, but like, <laughs> there's still military men all the all outside, yeah. but he, and they're allowed to she, watch because it's a matter of national security. Oh yeah, they point their rifles at them as they do it, and they go, "Get at it, get at it!" Beep beep. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, guess what? I'm sneaking in here before James g- talks about the uh, Patreon and all the benefits of that because we got a massive benefit happening to all listeners. Very soon, okay, August 24th at the Paradise Theater here in Toronto, where I did a a stand-up show uh, earlier this year in January, and it was packed and rammed in such an awesome venue. Yeah, guess what? The Evil Men are going to be there doing a live show. And if you've been to one of our live shows before, uh, you know that they're insane. Uh, You don't stop laughing until you're sick. You feel like you're going to die. You feel like you've gone insane. You don't know why you should wear clothes or go to a job anymore after uh, being in a room with us for an hour and a half to two hours. That's right. It's me, Chris, Mike, and James, and special guests at the Paradise Theater in Toronto, August 24th. And the tickets are online. The links are in our bio for our Instagram and on the new X account. And uh, yeah, the show's going to be insane. Uh, still tickets left right now, uh, but they're selling fast. So I really want to see you guys there. Also, Patreon subscribers, y'all know the deal. You get a promo code, baby. Save some of that dough. So here we go. August 24th, Evil Men, live at the Paradise Theater. It's going to be sick, dude. That's right. 
live show is going to be awesome. And also, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash evilmen. Two bonus episodes every month. Discord. Discount on the live show. Check it out. Can I just say something before we get into the topic of this show? Like promoting, um, uh, you know, having so much fun together after these years. The three of us are still rocking it. We got a Mm -hmm. live show at a theater in downtown Toronto. We got Discord fans, Patreon fans partying with us. Can I just say the three of us are on fire right now, dudes? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? And that's proof how much we're killing it, guys. All right. Thank you. I just wanted to say that. Beep, beep. (laughs) Beep, beep. (laughs) Hey, Chris, I heard a rumor that even though Justin Trudeau is a single guy and the country is sad because of separation and the end of a marriage, I hear that you still had the courage to pick a guy as the subject of this week's evil man. Who is it? That's right, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Today's evil man is. um, You know what? I was. I researched two different guys. Two dudes. Uh, I almost like three, almost basically. Uh, But I just want. I think it's interesting for our listeners to know. It's kind of hard sometimes to pick because the first one I I did. I was like, "Oh, this is crazy." He it, it his life ended with a murder suicide or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you start reading the story and taking notes, and then you're like, "His whole life was good up until this point, and it seems like it was a an issue of mental illness." So then you're like, "No, no, no, that's a bit that's not funny." Then I wanted to go local, and I looked for like at this like recent this Ontario serial killer because it's like we don't do homegrown <laughs> often at all. Then it's like, his crimes are so heinous, I can't picture Mike, James, and I making really uh, great jokes about this the whole time. I think it would just be dark and sad. So I went into my old trusty uh, bag of tricks from the the good old days of the pod, and I pulled out a character from ancient Greece named Procrustes. Procrustes. Pro crusties. Pro crusties. I'm anti crusties, so I'm not. I'm, Are I don't you talking like about this. Mike? Those little things in your eye when you wake up in the morning? Yeah, I hate them. Little goobers and, and snots. Yeah. If your eyes still, if your eyelids still open in the morning, those are amateur crusties. But if your eyes are sealed <laughs> shut, those are pro crusties. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Those days. So, Chris, I've heard of other Greeks, but never pro crusties. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, this one's pro crusties, and he sounds like a cereal or something. Oh, you know? Well, yeah, or he sounds yeah, he sounds like a cereal made out of crusts of toast that kids <laughs> don't want to eat. Oh, no, he's from Greek mythology. He's Procrustes, uh, Procrustes. I don't know how you pronounce it, uh, but you know, Greek Procrustes sounds Greek. Also, all, also known as. Polypimon, Damastes, or Procopop. So known as Pro- Procopop. <laughs> Procoptus. 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 You guys got to. Is he a transformer? Expand. Isn't this so much more funner than a psychopathic serial killer that's literally in Millhaven yeah. right now as we speak? I'm going to tell you about it. German, Have you ever checked out German Procopop from the 70s? I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is my favorite Procoptus band. <laughs> uh, Procrustes means he who stretches. Okay. Oh, we should do yoga. <laughs> That's right. He's the ancient Greek mythological figure of yoga. No, he also no, reminds no. Reminds me of Adrian. someone like um, reminds me of Gumby. You know, Gumby. He's really stretchy. Oh yeah, and... good one. Is Procrustes? We like should Gumby? do Gumby one episode because I heard that he he killed Pokey very brutally. That's not all he did to Pokey. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, I know. And he did it after he was dead, which was yeah. pretty heinous. Yeah. So let's get into Procrustes. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was a robber and a rogue blacksmith hiding somewhere in Attica. 
okay, now some of you are already stuck going, hold up. Stop the car. Huh? Stop the car. Get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) But we're a family. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I've got important things to do, and this doesn't include you. Oh, that sounds like Justin Trudeau right now. Um, (laughs) So, okay, some of you might not know Attica. What Attica is, is it's the surrounding uh, wine-rich region of Athens. It is Attica where, according to Greek mythology, Dionysus, the god of wine, gave knowledge of winemaking to a human, Icarus, as payment for his hospitality to the god. Um, that doesn't seem like also, a great paycheck. Like, hey, hey, hey I'm done my yeah. two weeks. Where's my paycheck? Here, I'll give you some knowledge of wine. Whatever <laughs> happened to money? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like, uh, okay. But you can't really argue with Dionysus. Well, I'll pay my right. rent with this wine knowledge, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, do you take wine, landlord? Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Icarus did have his own... Uh, lot and apparently he gave some of this wine after gaining the knowledge from Dionysus to his shepherds who became intoxicated they then thought they were poisoned so they killed Icarus and buried him under a tree oh no yeah. I'm poisoned you know just imagine we all just started yelling that at the comedy bar one Thursday night <laughs> we're all poisoned <laughs> we're all poisoned Don <laughs> <laughs> Uh, deep cut for the local comedians. Lovely Dawn. Uh, shout out. Aragon, uh, Icarus's daughter, found his grave and hung herself on that tree. Damn. So, keep your wine to yourself, Dionysus, you pervert. <laughs> but anyways, that's Attica, and that's where Procrustus is from. Oh. Hmm. Well, that solves that. Uh, only... <laughs> Only real. I just thought that was a fun aside. Um, everybody always goes crazy in these times, and instantly needs to kill the next person. So, anyways, only real origin I could find is it was said that Procrustes' father was Poseidon, the god of water. So, you know, he's got that god blood running through his veins. You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. it's it's like people say he's got that dog in him, but this guy actually had that no. god in him. Yeah. Can anyone say Nepo baby though? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. People of people in ancient Greece were known to complain uh, that's not fair that Procrustus gets his own TV show just because his dad is Poseidon. I work <laughs> so his hard dad and is I, Eugene Levy. <laughs> I work so hard and I am funny and I don't get a TV show. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like Poseidon was the Eugene Levy of ancient Greece <laughs> mythology. <laughs> Um, but no, just kidding. Procrustes didn't have a TV show. By the way, I was at the Blue Jays game last night and they showed Eugene Levy at the game on the Jumbotron. Just FYI. Oh, oh awesome. Oh. Was he any proximity to Getty Lee? I know he's usually there. No, but he was there the other day too. Huh. Awesome. I mean, There's a lot of stars at the Jays games. Yeah. The Jays games are fun. I mm. mean, I went uh, on uh, Monday actually. Didn't see Getty Lee either, but we were looking for him. Damn. You guys are going Jays crazy. I haven't been to a game in a long time. I had two you stadium hot dogs. Come. and They don't Mike. They don't offer any toppings anymore except for ketchup and mustard. Ketchup, Odd. eh? There's ketchup because again. No onions, no pickles, <laughs> no hot peppers, no nothing. But Mike, did they have bacon bits? No. But Mike, you clearly didn't go to the Schneider's porch because over there you can literally get things like... <laughs> Poutine hot dogs and all these other crazy hot dogs. Maybe You're right. Do they still, a bad hot dog stand. I didn't do they still the have Schneider's those Kobe porch. beef hot dogs there at the Dome? They've got a shitload now. Oh, dude. Well, the one yeah. I went to was just either stadium dogs or footlongs, and the only options mm-hmm. were ketchup and mustard. So maybe maybe the Schneider's Porch is my next destination next time I go to the, the game. Well, it should be. <laughs> anyway. So tell us about... More about Procrustes. Procrustes, he had a nice house in the middle of nowhere (laughs) with a bed for guests if they wanted to stop by and rest for a night on their travels. You see, a guest room. Yeah, a guest room. Standard. You see, Procrustes had a stronghold on Mount Corydalos and 
Irenaeus. This is on the sacred way between Athens and Eleusis. When strangers would walk by his house, he would offer them to, hey, come in, have a nice home-cooked meal. He would give them a nice bed for the night, kind of like an inn as they're traveling. He would beckon strangers into his house mm-hmm. and give Are them a sure nice- he's not a pervert himself? He's way worse, James. Was oh. there like a little pinhole camera in the bathroom and in the guest room where he could spy and record his guests' activities? Yes, he made a pinhole camera out of an old uh, pencil case. <laughs> you were searching for like an ancient Greek thing, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The bed that he offered to his guests Mm-mm. was made out of iron. Okay. Odd. That doesn't sound comfy, eh? What the Not hell? exactly something you'd see at Sleep Country Canada, no. Yeah. Oh, I got a kink in my neck. Oh, right. It's from the iron bed. (laughs) That's weird. That's weird that he'd say, come stay at my house, and then he's got an iron bed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. All I have is this iron bed. Okay. So remember earlier I said he was a rogue blacksmith? Yeah. Yeah. Well, while his guests were on the bed, Procrustus would set to work on them with his smith's hammer to stretch them to fit, or by raking them. What? Now, there's two different legends here. Either he had one bed or he had two. But the main point was was he had a long bed and he had a short bed. Either way, if the person was a tall person, he'd make them lie on the short bed, and then whatever extremities didn't fit on that bed, he would basically cut off. And if it was a short person, he would give them the long bed, and if they didn't meet the meet the height of the bed, he would stretch them out or ra- rake them, as I was saying. You know where they pull you with the ropes and stuff? Yeah. Why the hell is he doing that? Yeah. Are <laughs> men okay? You know, you know what, James and Mike? I think there are just some men out there that like to see the world burn. That is so true. <laughs> there are just some men out there who like to see smaller people have their arms and legs stretched. <laughs> stretch, stretch. <laughs> so this is like like how a blacksmith bangs hot metal and iron with his hammer. Yeah, you see? yeah. He's doing that to their legs and stuff. Next time I'm walking the that trip from Athens to uh, Elysium or whatever. Yeah, man, I'm gonna think twice before I ask to sleep over in a stranger's home on an iron bed. Oh God, me too. What if you're exhausted and starving? Hmm. Well, then you might. That's the thing. Mm. Yeah. See? God. It's hard to say when you're at home by by your comfy bed and you just ate a nice meal. But I'm telling you, that Mm. road is long and hard. All of a sudden, a weird guy named Procrustus comes at you, (laughs) offering you like some sort of olive oil soup. (laughs) (laughs) Lamb chops, maybe. I don't know. You know? Uh, yeah. So Maybe, guess um, what? Nobody ever the, fit the bed he placed them in. So every victim died. So he's basically an ancient serial killer. That's fucked up. You f- managed to find all these ancient, the all the ancient serial killers. I feel like I really—that's that. what I mean about digging into my old bag of tricks. Like honestly, yeah. When when a real life thing seems a bit too not, it's fun. I, I love these guys. Now, uh, the legend of Procrustus is interesting to me because, <laughs> you know, guys, I can have some, sometimes I have terrible tr- trouble sleeping, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, I have to say, I if I try to pass out after a late night of gorging on a salty feast or, or gulping down um, large goblets of beer, I get it pretty bad about bout of uh, i get a pretty bad bout of restless leg syndrome that that honestly feels like procrustus is fucking with me (laughs) so i can relate to these victims i think it's almost like procrustus is somehow uh, like became mr sandman you know like 
Is Mr. Sandman slipping in your window and messing with your legs because he's somehow a disembodied spirit of Procrustus? I don't know. I'm just throwing out ideas here. Mr. Sandman. Yes. Chop off my legs. (laughs) Okay. I want to fit in the shortest bed. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I'm so full from your delicious dinner. Um, you're totally right, James. I mean, all of these ancient myths, um, as you know, according to Joseph Campbell, they were all in our collective unconscious way before Procrustus was even created. So who knows? Maybe there is this sort of, yeah, dark, uh, stranger, uh, that's, uh, inside us all just wanting to, well, hearing the story of torture Procrustus, people while they sleep, I, I feel like all, you know, screenwriters should know the story of Procrustus and use the structure of, of his myth um, while they're crafting mm-hmm. their screenplays, you know? Well, you're right. This is uh, – Procrustus is the long-lost archetype that Young was forgot to write about. <laughs> but the thing is, is uh, all Greek myths – do usually teach us something, and I'm going to get to that. Okay, guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just let me carry so this on is a here. Myth. He he's uh, mythological. I mean, <laughs> some of these old legends are based on real people. Procrustus might have been real. I don't know if his dad being uh, Dionysus. <laughs> no, uh, it, uh, Poseidon, Poseidon was real. Oh um, right, <laughs> right. I guess that is a bit of a sign that it might just be a story, but still. Yeah, it's like Poseidon didn't do a great job being a daddy raising his son. If this is how Procrustes is behaving, well, when you read uh, ancient mythology, it turns out that every other person is Poseidon's son. It's pretty crazy. Um, I mean, water just gets in everywhere. You know what I mean? Oh my god, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, so nobody knows why. Uh, oh, this is what I was gonna. I already made this joke. Some people just want to watch the world burn. I actually, you actually accidentally teed up a joke I already wrote down. Uh, edit that, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we got this guy, Procrustus, living here for years. Strangers just going into his place, disappearing, being killed on this iron bed for this lust of this psychopath serial killer. Okay. So now I'm going to tell you guys a very, very brief snippet tale of Theseus, who some of you may know at best as, that's right, the man who slayed the Minotaur. Oh, damn. Mm. Yeah, Theseus, bro. Theseus was a I, great- I was really fascinated by yeah. the Minotaur as a little kid. I thought that was a really creepy idea. It's creepy because it's like, what did you do, mom? Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great. Like, there's so much... Uh, that is an epic tale unto itself. I'm not going to try to retell the whole uh, story of Theseus and the Minotaur. Episode, though, just the Minotaur. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, the Minotaur was, like, weirdly innocent. So it's, like, one of those complicated ones, too. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but, yeah, Theseus, uh, uh, ultimately, for those of you who know or don't know, was a great Greek hero from Attica, son of Aegeus, king of Athens, and Aethra, daughter of uh, Pythias, king of Trozen. So when Theseus reached manhood, he was sent on a journey to Athens by his mother, uh, probably to meet his dad. Uh, on this journey, he encountered many adventures. Do you want to hear some of these Theseus's uh, other adventures? Tell us. At the Isthmus of Corinth, he killed Sinus. Sinus was called the pine bender because he killed victims by tearing them apart between two pine trees. Now, I read about this a long time ago, and you know what he did? He would pull down two trees, tie the victim's uh, arms to each tree, then let the trees go, and the victim would fly away and have his arms ripped ripped off. Oh, no. That's literally my nightmare. So Theseus killed him. After that, Theseus dispatched the Cromionian sow, or big, big, crazy boar. Then from a cliff, he flung the wicked Siron, who had kicked his guests in the sea while they were washing his feet. Now, Siron, I think, is really funny, just for a little, like, evil man aside. 
uh, like bonus evil man buried in the in the Procrustus episode. Uh, Siron would hang out on a cliff. Another guy fucking with passersby, strangers. He'd beg them, uh, please wash my feet. They would they would bend down and wash his feet, and he would give them a big boot so they went flying off the cliff. So the- are you kidding? No. So Theseus paid him back for that. Uh, in Megara, Theseus killed Circeon, who forced strangers to wrestle him. Would you mind just cleaning my feet? No, no, yeah. right there in front of the cliff. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't trust the guy who wanted me to wash his feet. Right on the edge <laughs> of a cliff. Yeah, or I did trust him. Fuck. Okay, so on this specific journey, uh, his last encountered was with Procrustes. Oh, he was one of the strangers. Mm. Unbeknownst to Procrustes, he said, "Hey, the- hey, I don't know who Theseus is. Nothing stranger. Come do the rigmarole in my house. Have a dinner. Lie down in this iron bed." He slew Procrustes. He caught him in the act. He killed Procrustes. He actually by- fucking slew him. He slew him, dude. He I killed can't him by he slew him, compelling him to make his own body fit in his bed, just like he did with his strangers. And he did this in imitation of Heracles. So Hercules, if you read the legends, was a huge, big, strong hero who was also kind of dumb. If you read the myths, it is pretty funny. He's like, yeah, what? But one thing he did, uh, like I said, he so he would punish those who offered him violence in the manner in which they had plotted. Yeah, so it's like Theseus took that from him. So he actually killed Procrustius. Um, by stretching him out or whatever on his own iron bed until he fucking died. So Damn, yeah, that, what a twist! Yeah, he got it. So, so yeah, he that's killed how pro- him yeah. the way he had been fucking killing all these travelers. Yeah, that's how Procrustes got smoked. I like Greek myths because there's like some there's something like fantastical, like like stretching out victims on a bed and blacksmithing them to death, and then there's no like. The twist isn't clever. It's just like, but then someone uh, just did it to him. And that's the myth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's so true, Mike. It is not at all a clever twist. It's like sort of nothing. All of that's Greek so mythology like something is... I would write in a script. <laughs> all of yeah. Greek mythology is mostly yeah, like that... huge muscle-bound dudes yelling, shut up, I'll, I'll kill you, or shut up, I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> but always with a strong shut up view. Yeah, it's not exactly the end of the sixth sense, you know? Yeah. Like, I and mean, then he just killed him. Yeah. The way he had killed others. You mean I was the iron bed the whole time? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a story like a, a hyperactive and sort of dumb kid would tell you. Like, and you're like, no, that's not a really satisfying story. <laughs> I just want to say to our viewers that haven't heard Mike's latest stand up yet, he says people. Uh, he compares people comparing Marvel to Im- ancient Greek mythology too. He's like, anyone who likes ancient Greek mythology too, I think is also a fucking loser <laughs> or a nerd or whatever. <laughs> and that's why I was like, should I do this? <laughs> no, Procrustes. follow your instincts. You know what? Yeah. All, all respect to Procrustes and all respect to you. All respect to Poseidon. And who's the guy who killed Procrustes? Theseus? Yeah, Theseus. All due respect. Theseus, thank you for getting getting rid of that menace with Yo, honestly, Iron Theseus Bed. And one so love. Theseus killed the Minotaur and Procrustes. And the guy who said, can I wash your feet by this cliff? Oh, did you wash my feet? feet guy. Yeah. Wow. I think he, you know what? I Bunch believe that feet guy also offered everyone a free Xbox. <laughs> God, there's so um, many deep cuts on this episode. <laughs> it's good. Um. God. And- uh, but yeah, so can I just say, remember you guys yeah. were like, what's the lesson of this thing earlier? Um, the bed of Procrustes or Pro- Procrustean bed has become proverbial for arbitrarily and perhaps ruthlessly forcing someone or something to fit into an unnatural scheme oh. or pattern. Like, for example, it is Procru- it is a Procrustean effort for a TV exec to just take someone they are sim- they think are like they're charmed by and give them their own TV show just cuz you know what i mean right. doesn't mean it's going to be a perfect fit if the person isn't naturally talented at all and then you know the show will suck right and it will feel like the viewers <laughs> legs are being chopped off when they try to watch it uh, you get what i'm saying yeah yeah right give like- me and my friends a show <laughs> 
<laughs> it reminds me of like when I'm building an IKEA thing and I don't like I have the wrong part to hammer into the wrong hole and it's yeah mm. a procrustean fit I guess you'd say. Well, oh, if you Mike. smash it, if you smash it into yeah, yeah. Also, tyrannical tyrannical governments can be procrustean as can certain clubs and organizations. Right, because well, this marvelous adjective that- characterizing pointless or ruthless demand for conformity owes its meaning to a son of the Greek god Poseidon Procrustes who search who stretches guests to cut off their legs. But anyways, right. that's well, the example, the best example I can find. Now that Justin Trudeau is dating, it? I wonder if he is having sex with someone and his penis doesn't fit in well. He might say, "Huh, well, sorry, it seems like I had a bit of a Procrustean fit." <laughs> yeah, his penis doesn't really go in well, you know. <laughs> You have or a, if he's you, having trouble getting a boner and he's like trying to do it, but he can't. And then yeah. she's like, are you not, you know, into this? And he's like, no, no, no. It was just a procrustean fit. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe her vagina is hurting his penis. Um, and he says, you have a procrustean vagina. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, now that he's single, all these things, they're, they're really, he should be concerned about them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, now that Procrustius is single? Oh, right. Trudeau, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope he wasn't married. It's, hey, it's the easiest double for Procrustiuses. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. And so, sorry, the main character of the, of the Odyssey was Odysseus, right? So Odysseus didn't kill yeah. the Minotaur and, like, um, the, I no. guess he just ran away from the Minotaur. Yeah. The, huh. the No. <laughs> Theseus and the Minotaur were like before Odysseus's time. But oh, Odysseus didn't run into the Minotaur. No. Thought he did. No, he fought in the uh, Trojan War and then uh, it took him like 10 years to get back to his wife Penelope and on Ode- the way. Odysseus was was like, oh, sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, it's okay. Odysseus was uh, against the uh, Medusa and the dude with the eye in the middle of his head. No. Right? no. Cyclops. No, that's um, um, uh, God. It starts with an A. Oh, Agamemnon or Achilles? No, no, Apollo, Adonis. It might have been Achilles. Agamemnon. I'm impressed you know this, Chris. Achilles is also um, the one who like killed uh, Hector in the uh, yeah. In the uh, oh god, yeah, my weed gummy. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the Iliad. Yeah, the Iliad. Oh yeah. It, 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 let me see. I'm I'm stressed now. Like I'm embarrassed if it's not Achilles that kills Medusa, but it's it's something like that. Um, Interesting. Don't you I remember mean, like what's his name? Harry Armando Sante. No. Oh, that is that a new one? There's one from the like the '90s with Armando Sante. No, there's that great, there's that great Ray, Ray Harryhausen one, uh, where oh, the guy from L.A. Law plays. Corbin <laughs> Burnson? No, the other guy, Harry Hamlin or whatever. His Dennis France. <laughs> Dennis France. Do you know what I'm talking Saul about? Saul Rubinek? You did, mean the Toronto actor? Did Dennis France Saul kill Rubinek? the Medusa? Oh fuck! It was Perseus. That's who I'm talking about. Uh, Perseus. Yeah, okay. yeah, and that's it all before kinda, that. That's all before. You know what? That. Honestly, this conversation has made me want to. Like, I could go back and tell you so many things about what happened in like eighties, nineties baseball, just in my head. <laughs> yeah, I know. Baseball up to now, it's I want to have like, like a loose knowledge of ancient Greek, Greek mythology, like you do. I think that's cool. I I always like brush up with mythology. Um, because of the career we're in, you know, like I, I'm always like, I have a, I do have a fascination where things like where things have come from, you know, mm. uh, it is fascinating. Um, it's like archetypal stories. Yeah. And what they truly mean and where they come from, like within deep within us, you know, like mm-hmm. why we that feel like we need to say these things. And also like when you watch any kind of like modern show, um, you know, some of these prestige TV shows and, and stuff like that. You're like, oh, you, you can always tell like the mm-hmm. English school grad because they're like, or whatever the fuck. I am well, the I, English school grad, but you get what I'm saying. Can I, is, the, is the takeaway, to simplify it, to boil it down, um, for someone like me who doesn't know really much about Greek mythology, is the story of Procrustes basically stranger danger? <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't take anything from a stranger 
Because it might blow up in don't your face. I think it's don't stay over at a stranger's house. Yeah. Because he might kill you. Yeah. And that's kind of don't it. Don't wash a stranger's but think, feet. But I think, what you, no. I think what you guys are getting mixed up here is you're thinking that every ancient myth uh, from Greece is like an Aesop's fable, mm-hmm. which has like a moral at the end or whatever. Mm. Um, no, some of these are just random and fucked, but I feel <laughs> like, like stories, huh? They are, but like they still are deeply about psychology within all of us. Like all stories are. So the Procrustius mm. story is probably about like, you know, the fucking psychopath, you know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. but then th- it's still ultimately he, he's mostly featured for theseus's journey so theseus is still our hero right right and he's doing all he's writing all these wrongs right. by by giving these guys an eye for an eye style justice you know what i'm saying interesting yeah. but i would say that procrustius does represent like a creepy man from the wilderness that is probably a <laughs> psychopath probably eats kids cooks them who knows you it's know a unabomber definitely yeah. a guy who you'd like the vibe of someone you'd bump into at an internet cafe I just no. want to say uh, Harry Hamlin did play Perseus in Clash of the Titans, the Ray Harryhausen one, and it's really worth a watch just for its like old slow mo. What's it called? That motion capture? No, what's it called? The claymation animation that he did. Oh my god! So like the Cyclops and stuff is claymation. Yeah, don't you remember? It's like stop motion. That's it. And they go, oh man, the maybe. And then this giant stop motion kraken comes out of the ocean, and you guys don't oh, remember that, that one? good. It's good. No. Yep. That yep. sounds really good. Well, oh, and I think Jason fought the Cyclops. Jason. Right. Of the Argonauts. Jason and the Argonauts. Right. So it was Perseus and Jason, you fool. And and Hercules <laughs> was just doing his own thing. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like, all, all these variations of the same sort of type of guy show up all the time. Honestly, in my mind, I'm literally just picturing all these basically hot guys with no shirt on. That's what I mean. Like, ancient Greece was yeah. literally like a, a bunch of He-Man action figures. <laughs> yeah, it seems like that. Who all had a little odd um, proclivities, but... Yeah, and um, Hades was like Skeletor, and Procrustius yeah. was like Stinkor. <laughs> Um, someone's probably like Krang. <laughs> That's from oh, Teenage Mutant. <laughs> Krang is usually a Mike reference. Yeah, imagine Krang. Okay, Greek. let's get into it. Mm. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for telling us about Procrustius. And oh, here's the uh, lesson, wait, Chris guys. just said, "Let's get into it." Oh, I thought. Wait, meant- I, I just t- I just I just discovered what the lesson is. The lesson is not everything works well for every person. Everyone is different. That's the lesson. You can't fit everybody <laughs> into the same bed. Right. right. You, you can't. So because, because Procrustus would cut off the legs of tall people and stretch the legs of small people, that shows that you can't all fit in the same bed. I feel like Procrustus. Also, it's like the families don't work the same for everybody. Democracy yeah. doesn't work the same for everybody. It's like a giant metaphor like that, too. I think Procrustus, oh, though. You um, can't cram it all in and say, like, this is how it should be done. That's why they. I brought up the tyrannical government. Moral relativism. Yeah, but also, like, the people <laughs> who, like, told this story are, like, he was a blacksmith. So he would, like, get iron and metal really hot and they would bang it to make it longer with a hammer. Well, that's not how bones work, dude. Not at all. True. Not at all. Hey, you know what Procrustus would have freaking hated? <laughs> Airbnb. Because <clears throat> if his town had some people renting out their places on Airbnb.com, yeah. they wouldn't need to stay at a weirdo's house. They would easily be able to get, you know, a place to stay at a reasonable price. Although I'm, he could have put his extra room on Airbnb and sort of supplemented uh, his income. Yeah, uh, you know that's actually a good point. But he'd have yeah. a terrible review because he murdered them. Absolutely, that's, the that's true. He would never get a good review because they very never rarely came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's my guy, Procrustes guy, and that was also the most mellow episode I think we've ever done. <laughs> well, it was for fun. Us. I I liked it, and it was also kind of fun to loosely chat in broad terms about Greek mythology. In my opinion. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time to bring out our old ancient friend, the evil <gasps> 
Oh, look at him. And he's dressed in a toga. Or is that Roman? And he's uh, he's got some olives and feta. He's got spanakopita. Yes. And he's got uh, some lamb and uh, pita. <laughs> <laughs> thank okay, you, Evilometer. F- it looks delicious. Thank you, Evilometer. Yeah. Um, oh, and he's given us shots of ouzo. Oh, and he dropped the, the hard liquor. He just uh, threw the dish on the ground, and we went. We all went. Opa. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny imagining Ike, Mike uh, saying Opa. Um, okay, I'll go first. He literally killed a bunch of innocent people mm-hmm. and is a total piece of shit. I mean, I'll leave a little room for the Hitlers of the world, but. He's a 9.8. Wow. He's a crap ass. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more, James. He, he, he had innocent people in his home, you know, when they're asleep and when you're at your most vulnerable and he bang, tried to bang them into shape like a, like a piece of, of steel or iron. That's, that's despicable. That's a freaking deal breaker. If I knew someone who was like a friend who did that, I would just cut off all contact with them. So yeah, I'm going to give him a 9.85. Ooh. Yeah. So there's literally no other information about him. There's not one <laughs> snippet and of that's information. That's a weird sign too. He doesn't yeah. have an Instagram. That's like a red you flag. You can't find him at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Red flag. If you can't find one piece of information about him doing something nice. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going nine. Yeah. Nine times, Mrs. Bueller. (laughs) Take that, Procrustos. (laughs) Take that, Krusty. I feel feel ashamed to be living in the modern world now. I just want to go back to ancient Greece. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, um, great job, Chris, and great job, Mike, too. Um, Had some good quips in there, and I'd like to think I did as well. Absolutely. Congratulations are in, uh, are in order for all three of us. Good work, guys. Yeah, great work. Yeah, Great work, guys. That was just another excellent episode of... has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 